guys, welcome to the More Than Mom podcast. I'm your host, MJ Cash, and your new mom BFF. And guess what? You get me without any awkward playground small talk. On this podcast, we'll be covering everything we possibly can to help you thrive in all of your roles, not just as mother, but as wife, woman, and individual with your own passions and dreams. I hope that you'll choose to continue along this journey with us as we all begin to figure out how to become more than mom. Hello, everybody. Wow, am I so excited to be sitting here with you in your ear. Just kidding. I'm actually in my office, um, but I'm kind of in your ear and I like it. So here's the deal. This is the More Than Mom podcast. I'm MJ Cash. I'm your host and I'm so excited to be here and to be able to bring this podcast to you because honestly, it has been the coolest thing ever for me to talk to all of these amazing people and bring all these amazing stories to this spot right here where you can listen to them anytime you want. On today's intro episode, I'm going to go through a couple things to give you an idea of what you can expect going forward in this podcast. First of all, we're going to go through expectations, what you can expect from me and what I expect from you as a listener. What we're also going to do is go through why the heck I'm doing this, why I'm raising, guys, listen, I am raising two children at home. And let me just tell you, when I say two children, I'm talking about a four-year-old and a two-year-old. They ain't easy, y'all. And on top of that, they happen to both be very high energy kids. So let me just say that if I wanted to be fully consumed in that, I could be. But I'm carving out time for this, and today I'm going to tell you why. So let's get started, shall we? First and foremost, here's what you can expect from me and the More Than Mom podcast. First of all, what the heck is this? Well, here's what I have come to find out by becoming a mom and also hanging out with a lot of other moms as well. Because, y'all, we need our tribe, don't we? Here's the thing. Women can lose themselves in motherhood. In fact, I might be bold enough to say that Every woman loses herself in motherhood. At some point during some phase, everyone loses themselves in motherhood. Now, some women are able to kind of find their way back and rediscover the new person that they are. Some people never do. I know I have certainly gotten to the point in my life over these last four years of being a mother where I forgot who I was when you stripped away the title of mother. And so here's what we're going to do. I think that's a problem. I think that's a real problem. And I think women need to rediscover who they are. It's not going to be the same person that they were before becoming a mom. We know that. But there's more to them than being a mother. There's more to them. There's more facets of them. They're deeper than that. There's so many other things. They are women. All of us are women. That's a role in itself. Many of us are wives. And we are all individuals who have our own passions and dreams. The, the individual things that in my belief system, God has ignited in our hearts. Specific things that we're passionate about that maybe the other women around us are not. But it's been placed on our hearts and it's something that we feel called to. And it's something that we feel passionate about. And it doesn't necessarily have to do with our children. So here's what we're going to do. Every single week... I'm going to bring to you an episode of an interview that I have conducted, usually in my home office, 
always while my kids are away <laughs> because that background noise is not good for recording, let me tell you. And these people that I am interviewing, these incredible people are such a range. Some of them are peer moms. And let me tell you, the peer mothers are incredible. I'm interviewing peer moms who have been through really extraordinary circumstances. Um, some very beautiful and wonderful and some very beautiful and heartbreaking. But I'm bringing you their stories because my guess is, is that there's people out there who are also going through the things that these moms have gone through and they feel isolated because they're not common circumstances. But we're going to put them on here because those people need to know that they're not alone. Those women need to know that they're not alone. And those women need to hear someone who has been through the trenches and who has come out victorious on the other side. The other reason I'm sharing their stories is for all of us. And that is because we all know as mothers and as women that the mom shaming is an inside job. We see people who parent different than we do, and we immediately want to cast judgment. We immediately want to, 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 to throw shade, right? Is that what all the hip people are saying now? They throw in shade. <laughs> My hope is, is that if you can hear these stories of women who are they're going through different life circumstances than you, they have different experiences, they're coming from a completely different place, and you could hear the honesty and the vulnerability and the beauty in their story, then you can begin to have empathy for the other people around you that you might not understand. You might not relate to them, and that is okay. But we can see what they're doing, and we can approach it at a place of difference, but a place of love. And that is crucial. So we are going to have incredible women on here, peer mothers coming on and telling their stories of just some of the most incredible situations, circumstances, and, and beautiful stories. Beautiful, wonderful, heart-wrenching, but victorious stories. The other people that we're going to have on here are professionals experts in certain realms that can give us the resources and the knowledge that we need to thrive in each of our roles. So that might look like bringing on a marriage counselor to talk about how to prioritize your role as a wife while you're also busy parenting these little children. How to remember your husband in the mix. How to love him, how to be intentional with him, and how to keep your primary relationship of a spouse with your spouse first while being so busy in the trenches of motherhood it might also look like bringing on uh, a different doctors to talk about maybe hormone imbalance that we deal with as women and how to treat it naturally and how to help balance out your hormones so maybe you can lose some of the incredible insane <laughs> and horrible symptoms that come with having hormones that are out of whack we might be talking to children behavioral therapists to talk about different ways of disciplining your children and, and the right mindset and approach to have when encountering discipline, disciplinary situations. We might, bring on, uh, we might bring on OBGYNs or midwives and talk about pregnancy, talk about 
the incredible D-Day, delivery day, labor, delivery, postpartum, all the things that come with it, we are going to hit on every single thing that we can to help you thrive and to help you remember that you're not only a mom. That's a huge part of who we are every day, but I want you to remember that there's other parts of you that deserve some love too. There's very important parts of you that are outside of being a mom that are super important and deserve some attention and deserve some love and care. And the last thing that we're going to bring on that has to do with these roles is, is talk to other women, other mothers who are who are mothering children and taking on that that full-time, all-intensive role, but also pursuing their own dreams that are, that are building something that fuels them outside of raising their kids and how they do the balancing act of it all and how they came about what they did and, or what they do in their passion. And maybe, maybe somewhere along the line, you will figure out what makes your heart happy. What fills you with joy? Because can I tell you the truth? I love our children. I love my kids. But they are not the only thing that fills me with joy. In fact, many times they strip me of joy. Right? Isn't that just like the honest truth? I love them. And they bring me so much joy. But man, are there seasons. Right? Aren't there seasons that they actually are pulling all the energy out of you? Instead of putting the energy back in you. And you need something. You need something outside of parenting. Outside of, of your relationship with your spouse. Something that can refuel the energy and the passion inside of you. So that you have the energy to be the best mom. To be the best wife. To be the best woman. To be the best employee or boss or entrepreneur. Or whatever role you are taking on. You need the different facets of your life fueled. You need the different roles that you are in to be fulfilled so that you can be the best you you can be in all of those different roles. And I hear you. We have we juggle a lot of things. We really do. We are so many things and there's so many responsibilities on the table. This is probably my number one thing in becoming a quote-unquote adult, although I certainly don't feel like one still. But in becoming an adult, there's just so much responsibility, guys. Holy cow. Listen, I met my husband when I was 18. I got married three weeks after college graduation. And we had a we got pregnant with our first kid six months later. Y'all, what? I didn't feel like an adult. And all of a sudden, in pretty much all of my adult years, I've been raising children. And I'm going, whoa! Who gave me all this responsibility? Don't they know that I am not the person to give it to? Y'all, it is a lot of weight that we carry all the time. That's for all of us, no matter what your story is. There's literally lives that depend on us every single day. And that's a lot. But we can rise up. Oh, we can rise up in a major way. Women, ugh, mm. You know, I once had a friend tell me, and honestly, it was one of the most pivotal moments of my entire life, and she would never know it because it was it was a completely in-passing comment. But she once described to me that women 
are superheroes. Y'all, we are superheroes. And I get it. That might sound super cheesy, but it is so true. Guys, what makes being a woman so incredible? Can I tell you, my entire childhood, I actually wished I was a boy. I was like, oh my gosh, women have it so bad. Boys have it so easy. They get to be just like good at sports supernaturally and easily. They don't have to worry about like periods. And then you fast forward, you know, 20 years and you're like, boys don't have to give birth. They don't have to be pregnant. All these things. I just remember thinking, I wish I was a boy. This sounds, (laughs) this sounds like a dream job. They just skate on through. And I think, I think we're hearing that a lot in the culture today, too, just calling out some of women's rights and calling out a lot of the inequality and a lot of the injustices that have been happening for so long. Um, so we hear that a lot. But here, I think, is the one part of the message that is missing. And it's certainly the part of the message that I was missing when I was a kid coming up through. And honestly, all the way through college until I heard my friend say this to me. Women are superheroes. Now, let me tell you this. That does not make our job easy. In fact, quite the opposite. Our job is super hard. Our responsibilities are super heavy. The roles that we are in are really intense. A lot rides on them. But can I be honest? I love my husband and I love the men in our life. But they could not do our job. There's no way, y'all. We know this, right? They're amazing, but they could not do what we do. I mean, from a physical, literal standpoint, they cannot do what we do. We get to grow a human being and give it life. What? You can't, you could not argue with me that that's not a superpower. You could never convince me that that's not a superpower. That's insane. We literally grow another one of us. What? And then we have the capacity, we have the capacity to then carry the weight of that for the rest of our lives as well as all the other things. We multitask so insanely well. Our brains work at speeds that are crazy. And we juggle all the things. Guys, women are superheroes. We are insane. We are superhuman. And I'm not saying it's easy. If I was still looking for the easy way out, I probably still to this day would be like, man, I wish I could be a boy. But guess what? That's not the point. The point's not to be for it to be easy. I am so stinking proud of the fact that I was entrusted with the responsibility of being a woman. I get to have that coveted superpower. Like when you get to tear open the shirt and there's a big S underneath or maybe a big W underneath and you're like, I am woman. I get to have the superpowers. Me. I get them. I get the responsibility. No one else is entrusted with this. I am. I get to be entrusted. And that to me is something extremely special that now I value more than anything else. I take the weight, the responsibility that we carry with pride, even though it's hard as heck, man. It's so hard. But I am so proud to be able to bear that responsibility so here is a place that every week you can come and you can try to you can break out of that mom fog right you can break out of out of all that haze that comes with all the responsibility and 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 wrestling around in the trenches and figuring out how the heck to to properly and best 
raise your children. I know how hard it is, guys. I'm there too. But this gives you an opportunity to break out of that for, for an hour and to say, oh yeah, there's more areas of my life. I'm not only a mom. That's not all I am. It's a big piece of who I am, but that's not all of me. So I'm promising you some incredible guests. I'm promising you some real, <laughs> honest conversations. And I'm promising you about an hour of time that you can just dedicate to yourself. Not your kids, not your husband, not your boss, not your clients, but your own personal growth that you can really just invest into yourself. All right. So that tells you what you can expect from me. But now, here's the fun part. I actually have some expectations for you as a listener. You play a really important role in this podcast. First and foremost, this is a community, y'all. This is a tribe. This is your people. I know we all want mom friends, right? Raise your hand. We all want the mom friends. Motherhood is isolating. We are in this together and we are here for you and we care about each individual one. We care about each individual struggle. We care about each individual woman. And we care about each individual victory. Part of being in this community, though, is that this is a community of love. We're going to be talking about some real-life, vulnerable, honest things, just like I mentioned before. And the truth is, I will never, ever ask someone to change their narrative or their story or their truth in order to fit any sort of agenda. I'm asking people on here to share their perspective and their truths and their knowledge and their experiences. And if their beliefs and their religion, and anything else that they believe in is part of that, then they're going to share it. So here's what I'm asking for you. You don't have to agree with them, obviously, right? Likely, there'll be people on here, many people on here that you don't fully agree with. Maybe they parent differently than you. Maybe they believe in a different God than you. Maybe they were raised on different beliefs about how families work and how families are structured than you did. Maybe they talk differently than you. There's a whole myriad of different things that it could be. My expectation is that you come to this podcast with an open heart and an open mind. That you are ready to gain something beneficial from each perspective regardless if it perfectly matches your own. And you show empathy to people who have had different life experiences than you. And guess what? That leads me to the next thing. Ding, 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 social media. <laughs> Y'all, I'll tell you right now, social media, specifically Instagram, is the best place to follow along with anything that's happening here. I update that almost daily. You get to follow along with all of, all the podcast release will be on there, obviously. We'll promote those so that you know when they're out and who we're talking to and what we're talking about. That'll all be on there. But then you also get to see the behind the scenes, my family, my life, who I am. You get to dig deeper into all that. And you also get to be engaged in the community there. I love interacting through messages, through comments, through different things on social media, on Instagram, 
all the time I have people reach out, sending messages on the different things with their opinions, their experiences, their feedback, and I love all of it. So come over to Instagram. It's at Mrs. MJ Cash. At MRS MJ Cash. And interact the heck out of it. Don't ever feel like I don't want to hear what you have to say or anything like that. Y'all bring it on. I love it. I love it. Okay, I'm like the biggest social butterfly you could ever imagine. So I will have as many conversations on there on there with you as I physically can. But when you come there, you show up with love. If you disagree with something that someone said on this podcast and you want to start a conversation about it, I love that. But do so in a manner that shows respect. Speaking of social media, the number one thing you can do as a listener of this podcast to support it and to love on it is to share it with other moms. Share it with other women who are also in the trenches of raising children, whether they are, they are young children, whether they are toddlers, whether they are babies, whether they are pregnant with their first kid, or they are empty nesters in the, the later years of life and they are still figuring out how to live for something other than their children who are not out of the house. Because I know those people are out there too. So regardless of who you are, regardless of who you know, if you think this is helpful, if you like this, if you enjoy it, if you, if you find things, little nuggets that are so beneficial for you, then share it. Let others know. And I can say that without any reservation in my own heart. Because this isn't about me, y'all. In fact, wait till you actually hear every other episode that'll ever be on this podcast. I am the person that talks the least. I barely get a word in because I am trying to get the stories of the people who are sitting across from me who know things that I don't know. And I am learning and, and ingesting all of it. And I also can shamelessly ask you to share this, share the heck out of this podcast. Because I understand the purpose behind it. I understand why I'm sitting here to begin with. And I'm going to tell you that right now. In January 2019, my husband left for the police academy. Okay, it was a three-month overnight academy. At the time that he left, we had a three-year-old son and a one-year-old daughter. And I was going to be home alone with them every single day of the week and every single night of the week except for Friday and Saturday. Y'all, that is no joke. Let me tell you. (laughs) I was so nervous walking into that season because I was like, how am I going to handle this? I don't know. Guys, can I just say, I I look forward to talking to so many single moms on this podcast because truly y'all know a secret that we do not. But I will say this. I was surprised to find out that my capacity increased. Instead of it being a time that was a struggle, I actually flourished. I completely flourished. Leading up to that season, I was actually having trouble finding joy in life, in day-to-day happenings, which is so incredibly out of the ordinary for me. As you get to know me, you will realize that I am the most joy-filled, excited, exuberant individual. I'm pumped up almost all the time and I'm happy and it's genuine but for this season I was having so much trouble finding joy and I didn't understand it because it's not something I've never ever struggled with 
And again, going back to my religion, I, I, I have a relationship with God. That is my religion. I believe in having a relationship with God. And I was praying to him like crazy, asking for answers. Just, God, show me where to find the joy again. Please. Where has it gone? Why is it gone? Why can't I see it in my children, in my life? I have an incredible life, beautiful kids, a wonderful husband. We have family around us. We live in a great house. All these things were there. All the components were there. And I couldn't find the joy. I could see the blessings. I couldn't feel them. And I prayed about this for months. Once my husband left to go to the police academy, every night after I got the kids to bed, I would have genuine alone time because he was gone. So instead of having to then change my attention from my children to my husband, I just had it to myself. And actually, I found that to be a very therapeutic three months for those reasons. It's like all of a sudden I actually had me time. I remember it vividly. It was my first day with my kids in school and my husband at the academy. All of my work was basically done and the kids were out of the house and the husband was out of the house. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? I have no idea. I have a full day ahead of me with no responsibilities, no to-dos. And before kids, that answer would have been really easy. Before kids, I had a whole slew of interests. I had a whole, a whole catalog of things that, that I was passionate about that I enjoyed doing. But after raising kids for three years of my life, Having the first time that I really was able to pull my head up above the fog, I didn't know what I liked anymore. I was like, what do I do? What do I like? What do I do for me? <laughs> I actually have no idea. And so I sat in that for months. Now, I was not passive. I was aggressively seeking, what do I like to do? What fuels me? What am I passionate about? I have no idea. My husband's gone. My kids are at school two days a week. And when I am sitting here alone at home, I can't find joy. And so I was praying to God and praying to God and talking to God. It was the closest I have ever felt to him. And I believe the more that you pursue a relationship with God, the clearer his voice becomes. The clearer his messages are. And so I was sitting there, and I kid you not, about three months in, in March, I'm sitting there in my bed, and I'm actually not in a conversation with God at that point. I am just doing stuff. I'm not thinking about the joy issues. I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just doing other stuff. And all of a sudden, out of silence, in my head, I hear, pursue the heart of mothers. What? Where'd that come from? What do you, what? Pursue the heart of mothers. What does that mean? What's wrong with the heart of mothers? What's a heart of a mother? <laughs> what? What are we talking about here? <laughs> Why is my brain saying that? That's random. I've never heard these words together in a sentence. I had not thought about hearts or mothers. I certainly, I promise you this, was not looking for a business opportunity. I was just looking for joy. I was just trying to find some joy in my life, y'all. I certainly wasn't looking for another thing to do. I felt like my schedule was pretty jam-packed. But it said, pursue the heart of mothers. So for the next few weeks, I started to break that down. I started to dig deeper. 
I said, okay. What's up with the heart of mothers? What's going on with them? And things began to unfold quickly. I began to realize how passionate, without noticing it, how passionate I was about talking to my peer moms about the struggles of motherhood, about the realities of it, about how incredible it is, but also how completely exhausting and challenging it is. How those things coexist somehow. How it can bring joy, but also be dreadful at times. I loved checking in with my friends. I loved checking in and saying, how are you? Like, how are you really doing? What's going on? What are you, what's challenging you right now? What's, what are you struggling with? How are the kids? Like, really, like, how are they? Are you guys working through any phases right now? How's your energy level? How's your marriage? Are you connected to your husband right now? Do you feel distant? I loved talking with my other mom friends about these things. Because I genuinely felt like they were so important and that no one else was asking. And I quickly began to realize just how much my heart was fueled by this topic. And as I broke it down on paper and started to lay it out, I realized that, that my husband has joked about for years, honestly mostly out of frustration, how scattered I am. How I want to do this with my life, but I also want to do that with my life, and I want to accomplish this before I die, and I want to do that. And none of it seemed to tie together. But all of a sudden, once I had this umbrella of the heart of mothers, I started to see each piece fall in. Oh, wait. That has to do with mothers. That has to do with the heart of women. Oh, that fits too. And it was the most bizarre and incredible and divine aha moment of my life that I sat there and said, oh my gosh, this is it. This is what's going to bring me joy. This is what I want my life pursuit to be. I have other things in my life that will bring me joy. But this this one's mine. This is my pursuit. This is my calling on my heart, on my life. That gets to fuel me when the other things are draining me. So I broke it down, y'all. I broke it down into a lot of things. This is not the last step of this journey. There's a lot more to come, I promise you that. But first and foremost, I wanted to come to you. Where all you had to do was tap a button on a phone and you could hear the message. And I wanted to bring you as many resources and knowledge as I possibly could from other people. Because here's what I found out real quick, and actually I knew right away, is that I want to pursue the heart of mothers. I want to address that. But I am not the expert here. I am only a vessel. But I can, you know what I can do? You know what I'm really good at? Finding all the other experts. Finding all the people that can come on and share their knowledge and share their stories and share their experiences and share their heart. I can get that to you. And here's why I'm so dang passionate about it. Here's the real heartbeat behind it. Are you ready? This struggle is not new. It is the most universal struggle of mothers I've ever seen. When I first brought this to people, my, my friend group and, and, and my peers, and I was talking about it, they said, you know what, this makes a lot of sense for people who have young kids. We're really in the trenches at this age at this stage in life. And I said, no, you're right. It is really important for people who are in the trenches as we are right now. 
but I also know 70-year-old ladies. I grew up with their kids. They've all left the house, and they haven't yet rediscovered themselves since entering motherhood. They're still there. They're still in that spot where they're, everything they do is living for their children who are out of the house, y'all. This isn't an individual's problem. This, isn't, this doesn't apply to one group. Now, for sure, I do think some women are able to get themselves out of the fog. I think some women are able to, to find themselves again on their own. But I think the majority of us never fully find our way out and rediscover who we are and the other roles that we carry. We get so sold out on motherhood that we forget what else is there. And, and, and that's not wrong, y'all. Here's the thing. For the first 18 months of our children's lives, we have to be selfless. They literally need us every waking moment, right? Until about 18 months, they're not really self-reliant on even entertainment. So it's nobody's fault that they get here. For 18 months, you're having to be selfless and you get so deep into the trench and it's not like in 18 months, it's done. No, it's still there, but you start to get little freedoms. But you can miss them, guys. You can miss them like that because you've been so deep for so long that you forget what it feels like to be yourself. You forget what it feels like to be anything other than a mother. And here's why that's a problem, guys. You cannot be the best mom that you can be. You cannot reach your full potential as a mother or as a wife or as a woman or any of these things unless you yourself are fueled and fulfilled. I want you to be the best mom you can be. And I know for most of you listening, because it's true for myself too, that you are more capable of what you are putting out right now, but you don't feel like it because you're exhausted. You're exhausted. Guys, I'm exhausted. I know. But we're capable of so much more. The secret ingredient that we have been missing is finding the thing that fuels our souls, that gives us energy when life is sucking out the energy. And here's the crazy thing. This issue, this struggle, this challenge has been happening to mothers for eternity. For all of history, it has been there. It's no secret. Everyone knows. It's always been talked about that mom's jobs are hard. That has been a constant narrative for all of time. But you know what's crazy? Everyone knows moms are struggling. But no one's talking about it. No one is doing anything about it. And you want, you want to know why that's crazy? Because guess what? Those women who are broken, who are struggling, who are doing every they, everything they can to find energy for their day, to raise their kids and love their husband and clean their house and run their business or show up to work and do all these things that they're called to. Those people are the same women who are raising the next generation. So I would say very confidently that those women, the women who are mothers, have a bigger impact on the future of the world than anyone else. Than anyone else. And you tell me, what do you think? Which generation do you want to see taking the reins of the world's future? The generation 
who was raised by broken mothers or the generation who was raised by mothers who were fulfilled and fueled and passionate and whose hearts and souls were on fire for life. You can think small, y'all. You can think small and think, great, this is just another little podcast. That's cool. I'm great with that. I love being in another little podcast. Or you can think like me and realize that there is a real issue in the world right now that has been around forever. And finally, women are getting the voices to stand up and talk about it and do something about it because we're not just mothers. What? Are you kidding? Is there ever such a phrase as being just a mother? If you are a woman who is raising children right now, you have your hand on the most important control center in the entire world, and that is raising the next generation of the world. We are the main factor that controls what the future of the world looks like because we're raising the humans that are going to be in charge of it. And I'm telling you right now, I want mine to be raised by a mother who does not have a broken heart because broken mothers raise broken children which become broken adults to form a broken world. But healed mothers, mothers whose hearts are healed, raise healed, confident, beautiful, enthusiastic children who are ready to take on the world and make it the best it's ever been. And I get it. I'm one person in a microphone. That's who I am in this mission right now. But my goal is to not be the only one. I don't want to be the only one in this fight, y'all. I hope that women and mothers all over the place will get on this mission. There already are some. Here's what I know. If mothers and women are still struggling, then there's not enough people talking about it yet. So I'm raising my hand. I will talk about it. I will be another one in this fight. And together through finding ourselves again and redefining ourselves since becoming moms and figuring out what our passions and our dreams are and how we can be fueled to be the best mothers and the best wives to our families and how we can lead others around us, whether it's small groups of our peers or huge groups around the world, how we can lead others to do the same. We're doing that here and we're starting today. And I cannot wait for you to hear these incredible people that I'm bringing on this podcast to gain perspective from and to gain knowledge from and to gain healing from. Because I am right along this journey with you and I am so stinking excited. That's why it's the name of the podcast, guys. That's why it's the name of this mission, More Than Mom. Being a mom is wonderful. It's probably the most important role we will ever carry. But we cannot be the best moms if we are only moms. So here is where we start. Here is step one. Here is where the journey begins to figure out how we all can become more than mom. I look forward to talking to all of you. I look forward to getting to know all of you. I look forward to introducing all of you to these incredible people. And I 
am so honored to get to go on this journey with you. We'll see you right back here every week on the More Than Mom podcast. Love you guys. Thank you.